Welcome in on a Monday, Monday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Good to have you today. Oh, my goodness. What a wild weekend uh, with the NCAA tournament. The one pick, the one pick that I had going to the Final Four that received the most, I don't know, LOLs, you're an idiot. I don't care. Right? Just, you know, dumb, horrible pick. Your bracket's done. The one team that I chose is the team that's there. That is uh, that is UConn. Other than that, everything else is completely blown out of the water. It's like, wow. Wow, has that, uh, has that changed? Miami battled their way through. They're in. UConn's in. You got, uh, what is it, uh, Florida Atlantic is now there as well. I mean, just what what an incredible weekend of uh, college hoops. I, did, I, didn't you love it, Ben? Didn't you love college basketball and the, the upsets hoops? and the calls and the controversies and everything? Didn't you love college basketball this weekend? I don't know. It was fine. It was It was good. It was good. I don't. It was awesome. Here's the thing I don't love, Bill. I don't okay. love how every time there's an even okay ending to a game where one team makes a shot and then another makes a shot, everybody yeah. rushes to call it the greatest sport ever. Yeah, that's right? dumbass. Everyone goes way over the top. It's, oh, this is the greatest thing ever created. It's like, yeah, it was cool. I would have. I would rather there be blue bloods in it, if I'm being honest. Well, I got into this discussion this weekend. Um and because of the way things are, uh, as we all know, I mean, it's uh, San Diego State got knocked off in a very controversial call at the very end. Uh, they got beat, uh, San Diego State beat Creighton. So I understand that. Uh, Miami got a win, knocking off Texas and all that kind of stuff. But I got into the discussion of, first of all, college basketball is probably a way more even playing field than college football and such. Uh, just because uh, whether it's the portal, whether it's just one player that you can discover, you can develop, can make such an incredible difference. The game of basketball is so much easier to pick up in so many different ways than it is football and baseball and such because uh, of the ability to just go out and shoot and play and better your skills without needing a bunch of dudes around you to make yourself better from uh, from the time you're a kid moving up. Um, but the other thing that I, I like about it is that it's wide open. Now, I agree with you. If there was one blue blood, if there was a Kansas, a North Carolina, a Duke, uh, you know, while we've seen those programs over and over and over again be uh, be staunch, um, it, it it would be good if you had like a Florida Atlantic going up against Duke, you know, in the Final Four or something to that ex- extent. But I... I've loved watching the tournament. I've loved why I've loved the, I, I can't tell you how many times I've said, Oh my God, I, you know, you can't, what a shot, what a play, what a game, you know, they, I can't believe they survived and advanced uh, all that kind of stuff, you know? So I, for all of that, I have completely enjoyed that has been nothing short of fantastic. Uh, but I agree with you. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if there was indeed a, a a blue blood that was still there. Florida Atlantic being the uh, lowest-seeded team at a number nine. Uh, you've got Miami and San Diego State, both five seeds, UConn being a four seed. But one through three, psh, didn't mean a hill of beans. 
didn't mean a hill of beans. I was watching golf this weekend anyway. I think UConn is the only team that actually draws me to the television. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Like this, this Miami UConn, team does nothing for me. The San Diego State it, it, team does nothing. Yeah, they're like they're fine. Um, UConn is kind of that fringe blue blood because they, they with Jim Calhoun have had recent success. So if you want to call them like the fringe of this, yes, I, I can I can go along with that. Uh, but um, but you're right. No no Kansas, no UCLA. You go back to the staunch years of Wooden and such. You go with Duke, you go with North Carolina, you start to look at those teams that were so um, so prominent. Indiana, uh, there's none of that, none of that. But, man, what, I'll, I'll tell you this, just for overall excitement, it was a hell of a tournament. Just a hell of a tournament. Talking about the match uh, play, right? Well, yeah, right. That finish I watched, blue a, I, I watched a little bit of that. I, I paid attention to a little bit of golf over the weekend. Um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, I cannot get over, and to, to go to the negative, I can't get over how far, far the live has fallen. I mean, it's like a punchline now. Out over the weekend, t- some friends of mine that are into golf that would watch golf no matter what it was, where it was, where they're, I mean, they're like Dustin Johnson fans, Phil fans, all that kind of stuff. They're, they're like a punchline now. Uh, the old term of go rest your head on that mountain of money you have because that's all you have left meaning your credibility and everything is pretty much gone for what you sold out for. You jumped into the same boat as Sergio Garcia. That's where you're at, how pathetic you are, uh, and how far and how fast to live, which the Saudis had said at the time that no no mountain of money is, is too great to keep this afloat, to do what we have to do, to keep it first class, to be so far over and above the PGA, and now they're going <laughs> – They've gone from gourmet meals and chefs and things and first-class flights and private jets down to coach flights and box lunches. And, I mean, in less than a year, it's it's just deteriorated. So, uh, boy, that you talk about the the negative side of golf. That was kind of the discussion over the weekend as well, which I thought was was. Ben was right. People are saying. Yeah, well, I, you know, some people that listen to the there. show, yeah, some people that listen to the show said, you know, said that that. You know, you and I had that discussion that you were right, that the live. I thought that that endless pot of money would have just fortified this thing for years to come. And I did not, I didn't see it coming down the track that it would have gone this bad. I knew it wasn't going to succeed. I just didn't think it wouldn't succeed in less than a year's time. Now, it's not dead yet. Don't get me wrong, but it's, they're almost pulling out the paddles to put it on life support at this point to see if they can't shock it back into existence. But yeah, it's it's the live golf man. That that that's bad. I don't care who you are. That's bad. Um, so I I mean when you stand up and you tell Tiger and Jack and and everybody along the way that basically uh, you're wrong, we're right, and the royalty of golf. <laughs> can 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 kiss it oh man that was like okay you're on your way out the door we'll talk to you later uh, i just didn't see that coming that fast uh so that went on over the weekend so uh now you've got uh well you got lamar jackson uh he tweeted out that he has requested a trade from the baltimore ravens saying that they don't value him um which i find ridiculous you're only as valuable as what somebody is willing to pay you. And everybody else has already made their moves when it comes to when it comes to teams with quarterbacks. 
So uh, for those that are just tuning in, um, you know, he, um, Lamar Jackson has uh, tweeted out as of March 21st, or as of March 2nd, he requested a trade from the Ravens. They've not been interested in meeting my value. No, they were interested in meeting your value. They just weren't interested in guaranteeing your value, and that's what made you mad. Uh, and what you're, what you're basing, and I understand it, but what you're basing your opinion on is what a, uh, an absolute moronic idiot, Jimmy Haslam gave to a, you know, uh, um, I don't know what necessarily to, how to label Deshaun Watson, but to, to, they gave to a sleaze at best a sleaze. Uh, that's what you're basing your opinion on. And because somebody wakes up and falls on their head doesn't mean that they're going to fall on their head for you as well. So um, I just, I find it, I, to me, if I'm the Ravens, you know, maybe you entertain trading him away. If he wants to hold out, hold out. But uh, what I have always found, and I think we will find, I think there's been very few, maybe one or two, um, not many more, put it that way. But when the money stops flowing, and you're not working, and somebody holds your rights, and they gave you the opportunity to go out and shop yourself, and you didn't get what you wanted, or teams looked at you and said, well, why? Why Why do we want to go there? Because we're not going to guarantee you the money either. Whether it's a, a form of hard collusion or soft collusion, okay, so be mad. I'd hang on to him. I'd say, we're not trading you. This is what we do. This is what we, our rights are this, your rights were that. You went out to seek a deal. You didn't get the deal you wanted. Now you're mad. So our rights are we're going to activate the uh, the franchise tag. You can either do one of two things. You can come in and play or you can go away. You can sit and you cannot be paid. Either way, this was the collective bargaining agreement and this is what we want to do. We have now, granted, maybe they could have come up more and guaranteed money, but they've always been a relatively conservative organization, and they still are. And, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing when Kyler Murray demanded all the money and was going to sit out, and he wasn't coming back. And, you know, and, and then suddenly, you know, you've got Arizona falling on their head. And look at what's, what it's got them. Their, their, kid, their coach was fired. Kyler Murray was injured. He was having a bad season to begin with. He's proven to be exactly what everybody thought he was, and yet you're stuck with the contract. Look at what, you know, Russell Wilson wanted to demand, what he wanted in a contract. They're guaranteeing him money. He's getting his own office, his own trainers. Look what they got out of him. He was absolutely awful. If I'm the Baltimore Ravens, why in the world, why in the world would I want to pay Lamar Jackson that kind of money guaranteed just to make him happy but not to change his play? Because what his play is equated to is a year and a half of nothingness because of injury, because of the way he plays. There's no way I'm guaranteeing that. So I, it, I, I understand there's people out there that will say you're crazy. He's, a, he's an MVP, but I, I'm sorry. Sorry. It's just it, he, he had an incredible season that earned him the MVP, and rightfully so. 100% agree. 100% agree. But he's never been overwhelmingly accurate. He's been a run-first, very physical, very athletic quarterback, and that's great. But they burn like comets, man. They just do. They burn very hot, very fast, very bright, 
and then they get beat up. And once they're beat up, they have to become pocket quarterbacks, and they can't do it on the usual. And this is what you're going to get. So I'm I'm not paying for it. I don't blame them, not at all. Maybe you give them like a maybe you give them a uh, 140 million guaranteed over three years. You know, if that's the, if it, on, on, in the short term, you know, maybe you go in that realm. But otherwise, no. Wouldn't do it. So the yes, ben. interesting piece here, Bill, is the owners' meetings obviously are going on, and Jim Harbaugh is speaking to reporters the moment Lamar Jackson did a trade. Mm-hmm. And he said he still expects Lamar to start week one there for, for the Ravens. Rightfully it, so. It's very weird. He seemed kind of not surprised because I'm sure he knew he requested one, but surprised maybe Lamar did it on purpose to try to hit the new right. cycle as it got hot. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Those are phone numbers to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670. You can find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. Good to be back today, at Ben Z. Kenny. You can find Ben over there on Twitter, at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, over on the Facebook fan page, go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michael Show on Facebook. You can find us under Bill Michael Show on YouTube, Bill Michael Show on Twitch. Uh, the Bill Michaels, uh, the Bill Michael show over on Instagram as well. And more people are following us on Instagram. I'm starting to post more over there as a matter of fact, too. Uh, you can also uh, find us the old fashioned way, email wise, the Bill Michaels at gmail.com, the Bill Michaels at gmail.com. Uh, the website, simply uh, the Bill Michaels.com. Hey, a reminder coming up a week from today, we're going to be at Steny, second and national Walker's Point, ready for the opener. Uh, the Brewers are going to be back at home a week from today. Come on out and see us. We're going to be there. Really, really, really looking forward to it. Again, a week from today, if you're in the Milwaukee area, you're going to opening day, you want to take the shuttle to the game, you don't want to worry about parking or driving, come on down to Stenny's. Enjoy the, uh, the the show with us that day. You can shuttle on over to uh, the, the Brewers game and then come on back over to Stenny's and hang out but uh, you can come down and get a bloody mary in the morning get some good food get yourself loaded up and ready to go head over to the game fantastic day also this friday this friday we are going to be we are going to be in sheboygan sheboygan at uh, the lakers ice center we're going to be there coming up on friday and if uh, you have uh not been into that area. We're going to be there for the uh, our Midwest RV show. Brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. K-U-N-E-S, Cunis RV. That's Cunis RV. So we hope to see you there coming up on Friday, again, at the Lakers Ice Center. So we're going to be there on Friday, then on Monday down at Steny, second and National Walkers Point. Looking forward to both of those places. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our friends at Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you they have terrific financing 
going on right now, but uh, they have something for everybody's budget, whether it's uh, the, the beautiful, beautiful wood interior, exterior windows and doors. They've got Impervia, which is stronger than fiberglass. They have vinyl. They have different hardware. They have ro- different innovations like the roll screen, the hidden screen, slider windows, you name it. But the best part about it is no matter what you get, it's going to make your house more economical. The curb appeal is going to be a lot better. And in addition to that, it makes your house more valuable and safe and secure. So many different reasons to check out our friends at Pella. Go to P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. Steve says, is it possible now for Lamar Jackson to slide in and get into the Jets uh, discussion before Rodgers? Anything's possible. I think it's highly unlikely, but anything's possible. You know, maybe the Jets say, hey, if, if this is going to continue to drag out with Aaron Rodgers, maybe uh, maybe they'll get into the mix, but um, pretty much doubt it at this point. Um, I just, I, I just uh, think that they have set their sights on Aaron Rodgers, and that's the direction they want to go. And so I, uh, I, I don't see... I don't see it really heading in that direction, but, you know. Uh, And, again, the whole thing with Aaron Rodgers, um, and and I'm going to address some of this today, but I'll tell you this. There's a lot of people in New York that are blind. And I don't don't mean to be a total jackass, but some of them are blind. They really are. The Jets don't have a quarterback. The Packers do. The Jets have have publicly said they're all in. The Packers just said they would see what happens between Aaron Rodgers and the team and the franchise and and give Aaron what he wants. The Packers wanted Aaron Rodgers to be all in. The door was open. All he had to do was walk through it. He chose not to. This whole thing about Aaron Rodgers being treated poorly, that the Jets are in the catbird seat, they don't have to make a deal. Packers don't have to make a deal if the Packers don't get I'll tell you this if the Packers don't get a deal before the trade deadline there's no way in hell they're trading him before June 1st then none you you'd be stupid to you'd wait for that because that way you can alleviate some of that cap hit after June 1st now you wouldn't want to take it all the way to opening day the first day of the new year and then have to pay him all of that money but <laughs> if you don't get a deal done by uh, by the the trade deadline, or excuse me, by the um, by the NFL uh, draft, Packers have no reason. This this is New Yorkers don't get it, man. They're either just stupid, ignorant, arrogant, all the above. The whole thing about the, well, the Jets don't have to make a move. The Jets don't. They can wait. The Packers are desperate. Packers aren't desperate. They know what they've got. The only thing the Packers have is is they've got this amount of money that they've got to figure out. Other than that, nah. They're 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 okay. So for for them to say, you know, well, Lamar Jackson's in a man, okay. All right, so we won't get a draft choice. That's fine. And if, you know, the other the other argument I heard over the weekend was, well, remember they just made that trade and therefore they picked up a, the Cleveland second round pick. They've got two second round picks which equal a 17th pick and it's like, well then take it. Then give up your thirteenth pick and then keep your two first round or your two second round picks. If it's that great a deal, take it. Bill Robert Sala at owners meetings also just said, quote, Zach Wilson will be our number two quarterback. Right. Their hand is Zach, on the table Zach, face up. Right. I mean, Zach Wilson, 
has already said, I'm going to make life rough for Aaron Rodgers back when all of this or whatever incoming quarterback came in. He already said he was going to do that. Okay, yeah, everybody's scared of Zach Wilson, you know. And Woody Johnson said, we'll do whatever it takes. There was uh, throwing your cards on the table. Flying out to meet with Aaron Rodgers, there's throwing your cards on the table. Trading, or not trading, but signing Alan Lazard is throwing all your cards on the table. And all the, all the Packers are doing is pissing off Aaron Rodgers. He's going to come back mad and angry. So what? The Packers don't play the Jets. Who cares? And the Jets aren't going to the Super Bowl. Who cares? So what? So what does that mean? Like the Packers are supposed to be afraid. What are the Packers afraid of? <laughs> you know well, if they made the Super Bowl, do you think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl this year? I mean, <laughs> everybody hold on to that. Don't say it work. Not yet. Okay. Come on. What Jets fan out there thinks that in some way, shape, or form, all the Packers are doing is pissing off Aaron Rodgers? They gave him, in the eyes of the grand scheme of it all, they did every – when he came back a couple of years ago, two days before camp, and gave that long dissertation about everything that sucks about the organization and being treated like a piece of meat, the Packers did everything he wanted. Everything. They brought back Randall Cobb. He was serviceable. Not for the money, but he was serviceable. Kept Mercedes Lewis, serviceable. Kept Alan Lazard, serviceable. Tanyan, serviceable. I could win with these guys. Well, you didn't. You didn't. We said, put your money where your mouth is. Well, I got a thumb. I got a thumb. It's hurt. It's hurt. Sorry. They did everything you wanted. Why does this look bad on the Packers? Because you don't want to come back? Because you went into the darkness? Because all they wanted all they wanted from you was for you to be all in? And you weren't? How, is, how in the world is that the Packers' fault? I, I just, I, I, I don't get it. Somebody please convince me of it. I think the devil's advocate side, Bill, is that if all of Roger's words are taken 100% at truth, on the Pat McAfee show and all those other outlets. Right. Then he painted the Packers front office as obviously that way and how they treat veterans. If if you just look at that relationship side and then also think about what he said the timeline was of them mm-hmm. letting him know or not letting him know he's getting traded, that would be the one side where, where people would be unhappy with the front office. Although if I, I don't believe all of that timeline to be you completely true. I, I completely agree with you. If you took everything Rogers said at face value, you will then have realized, as we did, we've been either misled or lied to. And the problem is, as my dad said for years and years and years, he'd put his hand on my shoulder and he'd say, son, you can't put the boop back in the horse. Because once you lie and you do it over and over and over again, or you mislead people, you, you lose that credibility. That'll never come back, ever. 
So when you go on McAfee and you want to pontificate about all these things, why don't you sit your ass down in front of a, a few real reporters and answer questions honestly if you always, quote, want to get the real truth out? Because that's, that's his words. That's not mine. I'm not saying that. My argument always is if you really want to get the truth out, then let's get it out. But going to McAfee and, and not having truthful, honest follow-up questions and then saying that's the truth when you're telling either a half-truth. Like I said, did you tell the Packers before you went into the darkness that you were 90% into retirement? Because I can't believe if you said that, they would have been shopping you around. Or they might have been looking at it as, you know, he's not fully committed. Therefore, if he comes out and wants to play, he's not committed to playing football. We're going to go ahead and get rid of you. Would you blame them? Doesn't doesn't get asked that, doesn't answer that. Did you? How many times did they try to contact you? Because according to the Packers, word leaked out that they tried to contact you numerous times, of which you never texted, you never answered. Is this true? If so, how many times? Did you call Goody? Did you talk to Goody and tell him your intentions? When you asked about actually being, quote, shopped around, was it Goody was answering the phone because Woody Johnson was calling? And they just said, hey, how much for Aaron Rodgers? And he just said, I don't know. You tell me. Was it a conversation like that? Or were they actively contacting other teams saying, we've got Aaron Rodgers. What would you give us for him? He doesn't answer that. You know why? Because he'll never answer that. Either one, he doesn't know, or two, he doesn't want you to know. Again, it's what he doesn't say speaks as loudly as what he does say. So this whole thing about the Packers should be ashamed of themselves and they're treating Aaron Rodgers you know, poorly and he's pissed off, why? Why? For a guy, first of all, that doesn't listen to the outside world, why in the world would he be mad? Secondly, if he, if he believes he's going to be an MVP, then why would the Packers not want the most value out of him? Why? I, I don't get it. I think it's completely East Coast, biased, ridiculous, head-up-your-ass type of scenario right now. The Packers have a quarterback. They've got a high-paid quarterback that clearly doesn't want to be there. They're trying to get him to the right place, but they're not just going to give him away. They're going to get the most of what they can for him. They also want to rebuild their team, but the Jets have to hold on to that 13th pick to get Aaron Rodgers, an offensive lineman, to protect him. I thought two, two second rounds was as good as one first round. That's what everybody's saying. If that's the case, then keep your two second rounds. Or better yet, trade with the Packers. Give the Packers the 13th plus the two second rounds. And you move back to 15. So you flip-flop in the, in the first round. Give them the two second rounds. That way the Packers are picking ahead of you. Or just shut up, give away your 13th, keep your two second rounds, and you're good to go. It's like having a first-round pick, right? Come on. It is, but it isn't because we all know that's crap. So I'm, I, I don't know how the Packers in any way, shape, or form are doing any disservice to a player or any disservice to their team or any disservice to the rest of the league. They've done nothing but proven that all they want to do is get the most out of a guy that says he can win the MVP and give him what he wants, and that was to play for the New York Jets. Nothing else. How do they look bad? Explain it to me.
877-867-1670. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, got a lot more to get to. Would love to hear from you on this. Am I, am I like way off? If I'm way off base on this, bring me correct. Or do you agree and just go, you know what? Let them sit. Because once you get past the draft, don't forget, if you make a deal after June 1st, you can split up that that uh, that salary cap hit. So, you, you know, the Packers have zero incentive to get the deal done prior to. It's not like they need to get their player into camp. They've got their players. Whereas the Jets, they got to get their guy into camp. And, oh, by the way, I was asked a question, and I don't know this, and if somebody knows it, let me know. But they said, well, in the meantime, Aaron Rodgers is going to work out with his guys, his new guys, out in California. I, I mean, I guess you can do it at specific camps, but I don't know if you can bring in other teams' players when you're still under contract with a different team. I don't know if you can do that. So if somebody knows the intricacies of that, let me know. I, I, I don't know. Somebody asked me that this morning and said, uh, if Rodgers decides to work out with all the Jets guys, can he do that? I I think on their own time, I think maybe they can because a lot of players go and work out together in different areas. But I just don't know what kind of tampering or what have you. I don't know what that is. I don't know once you've given a team permission to talk to a guy. I don't know if that means. I, I don't know. Maybe the Packers would give give him permission. I, but I think out outside of uh, the team facilities, I think you can kind of do what you want. I think he can do what he wants. But I, I if somebody's got uh, something different to that, let me know. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Sunset Grill on Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. Good crowd over there over the weekend, and a lot of people stopping in, checking out March Madness, even some of the golf and such that was on this past weekend, some of the NBA games, Bucks game this past weekend as well. But a nice weekend over at the Sunset Grill, and they continue on. Fish Fry Friday coming up. They've got bingo uh, coming up on Tuesday night. Uh, also, if you're looking for something to do, again, Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake on Prospect Avenue. Give them a call, 262-696-4578, or follow them on Facebook. That's the Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. some afternoon music and uh, breakfast and such over at the social house on Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls, and uh, just a lot of fun. Uh, great to see Dan and his staff and his wife and everybody over there, but uh, social house, Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls, uh, it, it is just a, a fun place. They've done so many great things over there. The expansion has been fantastic, and if you're looking for a place to go, and we were counting yesterday. I think it's, I think it's 12. It's not a huge space, but it's like 12 televisions, some massive in a small, I mean, you couldn't swing your head around without watching some sort of sporting event, whether it was a Final Four or golf or whatever it was that was on uh, when we were over there yesterday. It was, it was just a lot of fun, and they had some really good music there. They put music in there on Sunday afternoons, too. So uh, great time over at the Social House. Westfield, Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Stop over and tell them we said hi. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Let's, uh, let's go to the East Coast. Our guy Gerard is on the line. Gerard, what's going on, man? Hey, Bill. You know, this nonsense about two twos equal this and that equals that, 
I want to get into that, but I want to mention this first. The 13th pick in the draft, eight out of the last 10 13th picks have made the Pro Bowl. And this this two for two. Look, if your house is appraised at five hundred thousand, and you could only get three fifty for it, is it worth five hundred? So nope. if the Jets want to take those two twos and tra- now they're saying it's worth the seventeenth or the nineteenth pick, so why don't they trade it up there and trade for the seventeenth right. pick and pick their offensive lineman that they want then? There you go. It's all nonsense. This is all total nonsense. Besides that, the Jets are looking at the sign of center. I think his name is Ben Jones. So they're looking to get an offensive lineman or a center. That's what they were talking about. So maybe looking into it a little bit, maybe that's part of, uh, you know, signing him. That way they would give up the 13th pick. And everything you said is correct. If they want a quarterback so bad, if they want Rodgers so bad, and he's so great and everything else, okay, give up the 13th pick. And you're correct about the New York media. It's always been like that. It's Some of their guys, I, I think they're getting talking points from the, from the GM. I swear, mm-hmm. it sounds like that. It's so oh, ridiculous. Sure. Yep, you know? I'm 100% so sure. Yep. I, I completely agree with you with the formula nonsense and uh, and uh, you know uh, uh, really <laughs> thanks a lot Billy. all right buddy talk to you soon there you go that's our guy gerard east coast voice of reason that was efficient so to speak yes it was wait what am i then <laughs> he can't just take my title i know right that uh that was that was on point i'll go with that Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 1670 You know, and, and this one's from Jeff who says, uh, what about trading back for the 15th pick? He'll let them keep the two first-round draft choices that they feel in the second round, and the Packers get the 13th. Well, no, 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 no. You, you're you're doing what? Giving Aaron Rodgers and just flip-flopping first-round first picks? Jeff, that's not going to fly. No, no, no. I, I want the the 13th and the 15th. It went from Aaron Rodgers is worth two first rounds and a conditional second and third round pick to now he's worth two second round picks? No. You get the most. And again, the whole thing about and nobody can really can really give me this. And and, and I was I was kind of reading um over on the uh the the live stream when I was discussing it, um, you know, uh, JJ says the Packers are going to have to add something to get the 13th pick. My question is why? And David, tell me why. David Thompson uh, just ripping me over on the on the live stream. David, tell me why. Have some cojones and call the program. You can't make a statement like that and then not not back it up with anything. Not going to happen. Uh, I mean, I just feel like the Jets have overplayed their hand. Um, they have clearly stated they want Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, what what point do the the Packers have to to hang to to make a deal for less than what they believe? 
I know people are over on the live stream ripping David now. No, David just David's like all the rest of them. He's just a coward. He'll make a statement and run away. He's 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 ballless and won't ever call the program. Um, it uh, when it comes to the deal with the Jets again. Scott says, uh, well, don't the Packers have to make a deal before the NFL draft? Yeah, they do. You'd like to. Obviously, you want to. But do they have to? No. If the Jets aren't going to give you what you want, then you don't have to. Then it would behoove the Packers to hang on to Rodgers until after June 1st, and then you can divide up some of that cap hit. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Find us, hit us up. Um, it feels, though, Bill, like the Packers yeah. moves this offseason, aside from Rodgers, with all the restructures and the players they move off from, it feels like they are preparing to trade him before the draft and take and withstand the big hit. Oh, no, I would agree with that. Money-wise, which is probably yeah, smart. Yeah, I would agree with that. Which is, you just yeah, no, it, I, would, I agree with that. Go into next but year, it, then it, figure it out. But... But if they don't trade him before the trade or before the NFL draft, then you have zero incentive to trade him prior to June first. Right. It would behoove you to keep him till after June first at the at the earliest. At the latest would be opening day. Here's another question, and it's something Grant and I talked about last Thursday. Would you rather have the picks in this year's draft or next year's draft? If all things are equal. Say you get two pretty good second round picks would you rather them be this year or next year um i want them now because you're already in to your fourth year of a quarterback that you've got to figure out what you have and so my issue is i want to put as good a team around jordan love right now that's young that's going to continue to grow together as i can because what i don't want is for jordan love to get good and the team is not good yet and then you've got to make decisions on salaries and stuff. Or what I want to do is find out what the best possible team around him over the next year or two is Jordan Love the guy. Because if he's not, then you don't want to wrap your arms around that boat anchor and sink for the next five years. What you want to be able to do is move on as quick as you can. But if he's the guy, then put the most around him to give him the best opportunity to have success. I'm with you. Yep. That was the point. Also about LaFleur. And and Joe Barry, frankly. You're right. If you well, use those guys on defense, I, I know it's, you know, he is who he is. But the more talent you have on that unit, the more you should be able to learn about the coach. Right. Completely. Completely agree. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, our friends out there at uh, JNL Tire Service out in uh, Johnson Creek. Great people. Lyle and his staff do great philanthropic work. They really, really do. So if you're looking for a, not only a place you can trust, but a place that gives back to the community, J&L Tire and Service Center out there in Johnson Creek, just north of 94, up in Watertown as well. Either place you can't go wrong. Tell them we sent you. That's J&L Tire and Service Center. We'll be back right after Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show. We continue on. 
877-867-1670. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to Jerry listening to us in Green Bay. Jerry, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing good. Uh, I've got a trade scenario for Rogers. Uh, how my son came up with this scenario. How about three number twos? Uh, number two this year, number two next year, number two and 25. And if the Jets make the playoffs this year, then that two and next year turns into a one. And if, they, may, if he plays another year and they make the playoffs again in 24, then that two for 25 turns into number one. So you would get two number ones possibly for him, a number two, and if he only plays this year, the Jets are only out two number twos. Uh, okay, I appreciate the phone call. So in other words, a two this year, a two next year, a conditional two the year after. If they make the postseason this year, then they get a number one next year. If he comes back and plays again the year after and they go to the postseason, that two turns into a one. to mull that over because that's a that's a haul but that's that's a three-year span of a haul and i don't know if i want to i want to wait that long hmm and and here's the other thing Uh, i don't think it's as nearly as good a deal as a 13 and here's the reason why because let's say they do make the postseason the next couple of years then that first round draft choice you're getting is late 20s at the earliest so, in essence, you're getting a high second-round pick. Late first, but a high second if they make the postseason. Where right now you get the 13th pick, and you can almost for sure fortify two spots, one offense, one defense, two offense, two defense, whatever, almost immediately as opposed to the chance of a second-round pick and then two picks that if they indeed they pan out to a first round pick, they would be late round pick. They would be late uh, in the round picks. I I think I'd still like to have that pick now. You know, if like I said, if I'm the Packers, I want that. If the Packers don't make, if if the Jets don't come up and make this deal, the Packers then between June first and the first uh, game of the season have less incentive to make a move because the Jets then become desperate. I mean, unless the Jets bring in another quarterback, but the Jets become desperate because all they have is Zach Wilson. They have to then begin to fortify their roster with other quarterbacks. They have to. Because if Rodgers doesn't get traded by June 1st, he's not there for OTAs, he's not until minicamp, and he's not even there until until mid-training camp, depending on when Rodgers gets there. So yeah, I don't. Uh, the the whole thing about it's it's the 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 Packers are in a desperate situation. No, they're not. No, they're not. I disagree with that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, I, I I appreciate the haul that you're trying to get for Rogers, but me, I want it now. I want it now. I'd like to get it all right here, right now. And then maybe if you're going to go for it, a conditional for next year as well. You know? 
877-867-1670. The uh, owners' meetings taking place today, uh, a lot of the GMs and coaches and such speaking. So we hope to hear from Gutekinds. If we don't hear from him, we're at least going to see what he has to say in regards to all of this. But uh, nevertheless, it is... uh, it is the hot topic of conversation. That and the fact that Lamar Jackson has now tweeted out that he has requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens as the world turns in the NFL. One hour down. we still got three more yet to go. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this.